to episode 43 of the podcast. And um, today, guest. In fact, this you get mentioned every time I do a podcast, you know. I know, I'm the Oracle. He's the Oracle. So we, I've am. talked about him in previous podcasts. He's been in here before. Um, I'm lucky to have him with me again. Um, and we're recording today from a very special location. We'll tell you about it in a minute. But uh, my guest today is a professional photographer. That's me. And, uh, <laughs> and Chum. Chum. John Steele. Don't Chum sound like dog food? It does. It sounds like, won't it, um, Chum, that they had this advertisement where they would take it out of a tin and it would stay a solid shape? Yeah. And then they'd cut it with a knife. Yeah. To somehow show that this was solid dog food. Was that that or was that Pal? Either one. Chum Pal. Pedigree Chum. Pedigree Chum Pal. I think it was Pedigree Chum. Oh, no, I've never had a dog. Never no. had a dog. We're recording today in a very special place, and although... I was saying in this special place, we're actually inside a car recording this. But we're at uh, Wesenden Head. So this is a place we spend a bit of time when we have our little mentoring sessions. We tend to come up here and look at the uh, reservoir in front of us and the um, vista. Go for a little wander, don't we? We, we always do, get lost. We do. We like to go for a walk. Oh. And it's um, it's nice to be up here today because I like this space. And uh, it's nice to have you on. And we were going to do it. We were going to have another guest on as well. But we ended up, that's going to be next week. Yeah. Because we ended up running out of a bit of time. We might not be next week. It might not be. Not not for your no, need, not for your no, listeners. Because we may we may Matter well be Thursday. doing we may well be doing Yes and no, because this one will go on next week. See so we're recording uh, this on the Thursday yeah, yeah. after the last podcast dropped yesterday. Uh, right, I'll, so I'll just this, stop talking this, then. No, no, this is this is, so I can't really <laughs> do the week that was for me because no, now you're here. No, no. But the the podcast we're gonna do next week, which you'll you'll get on the next Wednesday, that will be Maybe a third person on it, but it might not even be that because I think there's every chance might that might be, become a separate podcast. I think we'll do a new one. I think it'll be a new podcast. Might be a new pod scratchings. Maybe it could be pod scratchings. Pod scratchings. Maybe yeah. we'll bring that out of the. Um, yeah, because he's same edge. Now so the problem is, I'd, 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 anyway, we're drifting on. Yeah, we're drifting. We're going on. We'll yeah. talk about that in future. Fair So I thought it's the first time we've done a podcast for a while, John. You know, lots of things have been happening. Um, certainly here with you and me in the UK. Um, but I think anyway, you know, we've we've been into this pandemic. It's now we're now coming out of it. Would you say that's correct? Well, I've stopped homeschooling, so that's uh, that's a start. You must tell me about this because um, my children are much older than yours. So although they were at, they were at school, they weren't well aware they were at college. So they were yeah. none of me. I didn't need to do that. So tell me how, how you how you found that experience. What were it like to homeschool for what six months? It's emotional. <laughs> it really elaborate, was. John. Elaborate. <laughs> it, like, I think. At first, it wasn't too bad, you know, like the the first few months when it was like lockdown part one or part two, part or two. When, whenever we were. We just got into a routine and um, it, we were all right. It, like we knew we had to do it and we just, there was no going back. So it was just, yeah, it wasn't easy. And fortunately, a lot of schools give you kind of a lot of resources and do like a lot of structure um, so it was just getting into a routine with my kids working out when when they learnt best and then kind of when the energy has dropped and then it's kind of right, we have to go for a walk and and we'd do like the fun stuff in the afternoon. So any like art or science we'd do that in the afternoon, like do like English and maths and stuff beforehand. And I had like obviously I've got nine and five year olds, so I had to give them both time. So yeah, it's interesting. But but then last time in December, that's just when it went mental because no one were expecting it. It was just like well, it, 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 it was just like such a it was just a, such a hard hit, and it just everyone's like geared up for this new 
like year. And I had all these plans, I had all these shoots booked and everything, and then it was just like, right, that's it, you're homeschooling. And it, it, it was just, yeah, it, it was hard. I think one, th- one thing I noticed, certainly from my, I, I noticed it myself, the first lockdown I kind of enjoyed, if I'm honest. It yeah. was nice to be quiet and I enjoyed the quietness. And, and that literally was a complete lockdown for me, as in th- there was no traffic on the road. Yeah, yeah. Nothing was open. Yeah, absolutely. And then we had the second one. The thing about the third one is it kind of came, as you say, unexpectedly. And I don't think, well, I'll, I'll come from my perspective as knowing a little bit about human behaviour. People can handle any amount of nonsense if yeah. they know how long that nonsense is for. Yeah, yeah. So the one thing that I often talk about, especially if I'm working with people on um, alcohol recovery, is some people can go a long time without having a drink. So yeah. they can go months. Yeah. If they know, there's one coming. Right, yeah. So most people can put with something if they know how long it's going to be. Right. So that's why, if, let's say you uh, you have a job and you, you want to, um, you know you're going to get another job and they're going to start a job in six months' time. Yeah. The horrible job that you're currently in that you dislike, you, just, you start to feel good about yeah, it. Yeah. And, and it can sometimes you feel that, oh, maybe I made a mistake here. Yeah. It isn't that. No. It's because what you know is that you can now put up with that nonsense more because yeah. you know there's an end coming to it. Yeah. And I think that's what we had and we didn't get. And I think everybody felt a little bit like, hang on a minute, Boris. And I don't blame the government for this. They didn't know how no. this was going to pan out. And people will be critical of them when you think, okay, what, what should you have done? But yeah. when it went back in again in December, especially when you think about it, I don't think anybody thought that having that kind of three days over Christmas to be with people was a good idea. No, no, I think everybody knew that was a bit of a daft idea. We all idea. knew it was, yeah. And I'm not sure that helped. But we are yeah. where we are now. And I yeah. think it's it's nice now that, you know, to some degree we've, you know, we, we've spent um, some time together through lockdown. We have these occasional meetings and then we do that in the appropriate way. And the fact we've even got to say that yeah. is when something started to get on my tits a bit now, you know, that, yes, we, we, we socially distanced and we took all social precautions. And yeah. It comes out, especially when you hear people come with some really daft ideas. I remember, you know, these celebrities have been getting copped having parties oh, yeah. on some fucking yeah, island yeah. somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And, and all then, these influencers. Yeah, and then it's, oh, you know, but, but you know, we, we, we all went there the week before and we quarantined and we social distanced. And yeah. you think, I'll tell you what, you know you didn't, right? Yeah. So let's not just, um, let's not be, be, be what they call it here. No, you didn't. You didn't do that. You got caught, and now you're coming up with a reason and excuse. If you hear any noises and dingles, we're sat in the car, and I've just taken my keys out because my laptop. Some it's a funny. We should have taken a picture of this. You, you were going to run someone. You ring someone then, weren't I you? I was. It was close to ringing someone. Yeah, Sue's moment. What do you want? You can hear two blocks talking in the background. But no, I think people have got copped out. People. So I think you know the fact we have to say that is something I'm getting fed up of saying now. You know, yeah. you know, we'll, you know, we're meeting up, and there was somebody I know organising a bit of a an event and you know they're saying that you know there'll still be social distancing in place when this happens they're aiming for after when on the 12th i think it is when we predict oh yeah 12 yeah. we predict we're going to come out of well, that's, when some it, lockdown. that's when gyms and stuff can open well it says yeah. they can and, they, and, and, and it doesn't seem to be anything to say they won't no so i think we've now got the chance to move towards that you know we're into march we've got less than a month to go we can cope with this next three weeks i think yeah because we know it's going to end yeah what i really fear is if he was to turn around and say, I changed my mind, people. Well, yeah. yeah. You know, you could be getting to a stage where this could really kick off. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that stuff in Bristol, have you seen that? No. There's like protests in Bristol about some anti-policing bill. I'm not, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, John, and I don't know how you sit with some of this stuff, but 
there's a lot going on now about the government trying to take our rights away from us, and I don't try to get yeah, into that. Yeah, I've, I, seen, I, I don't, I've seen that. I, yeah. have, I have to believe that the government's got my best interests at heart, at least the population's best interests at heart. I, I, I sometimes have my conspiracy hat on, like, I really do. I think we all do, don't we? Like, especially with the control. The control is a strange thing, and I think yeah. it's the one thing I know from, from studying myself and human behaviour, the one thing a lot of people don't like is feeling like we're being controlled. Yeah. And even if we've organised something, I do this, I've told you about this before, I've even mentioned it on podcasts before. Um, what, I've, what I've often found is, if I'm, hang on, I've put something on here, I shouldn't have known. You broke it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I've I'm, I'm, I'm got my laptop on my knee and I keep moving stuff. It's not good. Right. What I, what I tend to find is, if, I, if somebody says to me, do you want to do this? Do you want to go on this? Do you want to come to this event and walk? Yeah, I want to. As it gets near at time, I don't want to go. So because I've chosen to go, I felt like I had a choice then. So that's why I decided to go. But then when it gets closer to it, I feel uncomfortable because I haven't got the choice not to go anymore. Woman in a yellow car. Come on, lady, come in here. You come, come on our podcast with us that's, in your little green car. That's green. I'm gonna say, oh, Is you it, are colourblind, aren't you? I'm colourblind. Yeah. Anyway, so we're coming out of this lockdown, blah, blah, blah. I think it's interesting when you talk about the schools because it's the one thing I think... We've got to be careful of now. Is our kids are going back to school? How are they? You know, and how they're behaving. Yeah. Interestingly, Sue's um, grandson, who we would have to say, you know, he, he, he does try hard at school, but in, in sort of twelve months ago, yeah, there was work to do. If you know what I mean. Oh yeah, yeah. He's really just shot on through this lockdown, yeah, yeah. John. Yeah. And you know, I think it is. I think it's because what they've been able to do back home schooling is you're still doing the work you have to do, mm. but you get the chance to go for the walk. You yeah. get the chance to. It's been your own home. Yeah. I think this has been good for him. I think sometimes it has, but I think sometimes they've struggled a little bit. Um, but it's just it was just getting into a routine with me. And um, I knew that my eldest, she needed a lot of help with the maths because she was tackling things like, first it was long multiplication, then it was long division, and then we got into fractions. So, you know, I, I didn't even pass maths, me. So I've had to YouTube everything. I've had to learn how to do this. But he's not YouTubing. If you think when we were younger, we had encyclopedias. Well, I had a so, textbook. But now Google's become that. It's only just another evolution of the same stuff. Yeah, yeah I know, but I had, to re- I had to learn so I could teach her. So does she, not, does she Google herself? Have you got your kids onto Googling yet? Do they do that? She, she does a little bit, but not like we, we try not to do too much tech. Um, there's like a lot of kids, uh, well, most of the kids are just spend 24 7 on a tablet whereas mine don't you know we, we we don't encourage that but i still allow her to do some yeah but uh the other thing as well this time they actually had zoom calls with the teachers and that was quite good apart from they, they were all at weird times and you had to schedule the whole day to fit around that so once the zoom calls were done it was like right let's go out for a walk yeah. It's the one thing you have up here. I mean, where we are now is literally, you know, five minutes. I'm not probably being silly there, five minutes from where you live. Yep. Down the hill and it's there. And to, to have this kind of space and this kind of environment around, it must be f- fantastic for kids. Oh, it's yes. Yeah, yeah. And I think the environment is so important, which is why I think the kids, when, they're, when they've been at school, maybe the environment at school isn't always could be looked at, is what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, one of my jobs today, I'm, I'm going out this afternoon and we're doing... Um, it's a, it's a governor's meeting, and, and, right. and um, it's interesting to me how they've really embraced this, what they call it, this this lockdown with the technology, because yeah. they, they were kind of, the school that I'd governor at, they're quite forward-thinking. 
Yeah. And they'd already spent and invested some money in tech. Right. So right, it made yeah. doing these classes, like they've got screens with, they've got screens in, in yeah, webcams in school and stuff, interactive. It's not, and stuff it's not like some that. old bloke with, you know, like my teachers used to be, you know, like with bad hair and them jackets with leather patches on. Yeah. You know, not sat there coughing and splutting with a woodbine in front of a computer screen. No, this this is proper tech. And yeah. I think it's been good for the schools to be able to try this because I would, I would say that it wouldn't be unreasonable to consider what it would be like to give kids a bit more time working from home. Maybe not the young ones. Yeah. But once you get to sort of year 10 and 11, when you get getting towards doing your exams, maybe you could spend more time at home and have a yeah, virtual yeah. class. Absolutely. I know some will toss it off. You know, they always do. I think, yeah. I've got to be honest, my my son's been doing college through um, yeah. lockdown. I'm not exactly sure there's been a lot of college done. Yeah, but I saw a lot of, even on the Zoom calls, I could see which kids had been doing the work. Yeah. And then there were others that weren't, do any, weren't doing anything. So... We just got into this structure and most of the stuff was done in the morning. Then they had the dinner and then it's like, do your Zoom calls and then we'll go out for a walk and it's end of your day, just do whatever you want. So yeah, it, we, nice. once we got into a routine, it was all right. But yeah, it was uh, interesting. And then obviously for my work, I just didn't know what to do. So I just kind of sacked it off really. I was just worked well, let's, let's talk about that because that, you know, clearly, you know, we, you, you, John Steele, if you're talking about John Steele, the home schooler, so let's look at photography because the one thing that I've that has certainly happened through lockdown mm. is um, you've done a bit more on your website. That website's coming along. Yeah, so so tell us tell us where where you're at with this. Where's your thoughts with where you because you've had lockdown. You it give you a lot of time to sack the work up, but you've do, still been doing quite a bit. So your process at the moment is you're doing you've transferred from your old website to your new website. Yeah, I did that like. Kind How's of that working for you, John? Well, I like it because I'm in control. It means I don't have to go to. Um, a brand agency all the time and get charged to make any change and then like even this week i had a chat i went down and met my web developer and he showed me kind of how to use my website so it's great it means i can set up what i want so if i want to come up with like a sales page for an offer i'm doing i can do that and it's easy so yeah it, it just gives you that flexibility really I think it's something that, if I'm honest, I think the creative industry has brought this upon themselves. Yeah, yeah. Because they, they got they came to a point where you paid a lot of money for a website. Yep. And it, it did get cheap, I'll give it that. But then it were the little bits of, I want that change, I want this move, and that became a cost. Well, I, I understand it, It's it. all an upselling model, yes. though, isn't yes. it? And I think what it did is it forced people to say, you know what, I'm going to get my own yeah. website. Yeah, it has. And yeah. then what happened is, and it's, this is certainly what happened to me, because you're on it messing about with it all the time, you learn you, it. You learn it. Yeah. So I get to a stage now where, I mean, you, you've done some photographs of Sue last week. We're going to be changing their website a little bit. But some the, the, the general comment that Sue gets when people go to websites, it's a great website. Yeah, yeah. You know, who did that for you? Yeah. Well, I did. Yeah. yeah. Why? Because actually I've learned a lot now about what a good website looks like. And I have yeah. to say, some of the people that profess to make websites, their websites are shocking. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. And I like yours because it's very, I mean, we do share this little kind of belief that less is more. Less is more, isn't it? Yeah. And yours is nice and clean now. That's what I want. And it's like what we did with our copy, when we copy as well, isn't it? Oh, we had a good session, didn't we? Well, that's, that's something I think, if you listen, this is something me and John did. And I do suggest you, you you try this. If you're struggling with something, especially if it's something that's, that's process driven, in, in which case John needed to get his website copied on. Yeah. And he'd had a lot of it. Well, I've so, paid someone as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he came to me and what we did is we sat down and I took out bits that weren't necessary and, and was quite brutal with it really. 
But John can handle light. One thing about John is he's got quite a thick skin. I can uh, handle brutal. He can handle a bit of brutal. So what I started to do was look at that. And I think that came out with some really good stuff because I was doing stuff for you you would have been uncomfortable doing for yourself, especially yeah. writing about yourself. Writing how great I am. So, yeah, because you don't do that. You're very, you're very, <laughs> no. you're very poor at pushing yourself. And that's the fact. But okay. so are you. No, but, well, we are. Yeah. So sometimes when you've got that, if you've got a situation where you've got to write something, whether it's a letter or a CV, sometimes if you ask somebody who knows you to write it on your behalf, you know, I, I want to suggest if it's homework, you don't want to do homework if it's somebody else, because that's, no. that's wrong. But it gives you an idea of how they see you and gives you another viewpoint. Very, very useful. So that's something we did. I think your website's looking great. It's looking good, yeah. I've still got a lot of time to work on it and to get it how I want, but it's, you know, I can I can slowly keep doing them changes. And I will do, yeah, so... Uh. So normally on these podcasts, we tend to have a theme, really. Um, and I think the theme is... And I, I want to do this one. Winging it. Well, we are winging it because we should. <laughs> we were going to do a podcast there with somebody else. We we're going to just chit chat. They, the time didn't really work out. Plus, the meeting was better the way we did it rather than sticking a camera in the boy's face. Yeah. But what I think is interesting that we can talk about just for the you know the rest of this podcast is I want to talk to you about living where you live because whenever I come up here. Mm. It always, even now looking at it, this is a, a fantastic scene. It's not a bad view, is it, what we're looking at? Now, I want to know, because you live here, because you spend time here, do you, do you still appreciate that? Oh, absolutely. Love it. Yeah. I'm so lucky to live up here. So, yeah, it's like, and I go out for a walk most days and I just see it all. So, yeah, I love it. And even now it's kind of, I, I always have a camera in my pocket, but I just look. I prefer to look at it than take a picture of it. So yeah, I, I I absolutely love this. I um I've become very fond of this area because one is it's I won't even say it's close to me. It's closer if you, if you think about it. It takes me about thirty five minutes, forty minutes to get from my house to, to, to here to this point. Yeah, that it's a bit. So it's probably one of the closest places I go walking. Yeah. But sometimes when you go somewhere regular, like I come here quite regularly because I see yeah. you, I see yeah. Rianne, I'll be seeing Rianne next. Yeah. Uh, if Rianne's listening, hello Rianne. Um, because I come here regularly, the tr- the trip seems shorter. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, well, a lot of times you don't even have to think about it. Yeah. No, you just get in your car and go. So when I come across yeah. here now, what I've started to find about this space is even now, how it's how if you can spend an an, ex- an extended amount of time in the area around you, you start to appreciate it more. I think. Yeah, and even looking like this now, you can come up every day and it'd look different. Like, well, it always will. I just look at light, me. Like, there's crazy light over there and there's moody skies. So. Well, it's funny how you look at things differently because you're looking at it with the photographer's well, eyes. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm looking at it from a walker's eyes and what I'm starting to see here now is there's a ridge just there yeah, I can at see about 11 o'clock and I'm yeah. thinking, that looks like a bit of a stream. Right. I thought, if I follow that stream, where would it go? Is that where we went and got lost? We kind of did, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah it it didn't go anywhere, Gareth. No, but, did, but you know what I did last week? We walked down here, so we're looking at a reservoir. We yeah. went down here to Deer Hill. Yeah. And you know where the shooting range is, the, the firearms oh, yeah. range for the, the, uh, for the police? We yeah. walked on the top of that right. and then came across some heather, so there was no path. Yeah. So one of the things I'm starting to experiment with at the moment is making my own path. I know. I heard that yesterday on your that podcast. That was on the podcast, well, it's yeah, because I'm, I'm working on it. So, so it's funny, again, how you can look at something based on how you approach, like how I look at this from a walker's perspective, didn't how you see it as a photographer's perspective. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it, it does us good sometimes to take a moment and, and appreciate the, the area we live in, because that's the one thing I've got to say I've got out of this last 12 months lockdown. Yeah. This sense of 
appreciation for Wakefield has grown. Yeah. Because I've never seen it in that, that way before with nobody in it and, and, and you get to see the architecture and you're not having to rush about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think yeah. that, I, I will appreciate it. I, mean, I tell you what, yeah, I, mean, I mentioned it yesterday in the podcast. You I, did? I can't say yesterday because they'll listen to this in a week's time. Uh, in right. last week's podcast. Mm, well, I heard it later Which yesterday. was yesterday. Okay, but what I saw was people in town. It felt very strange that many people been there. I know, people skateboarding and everything. These, these people weren't kids either, John. <laughs> it's not like they were youths. Whoa, 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 what are you saying? I'm saying... I've they, got a skateboard in my car. Right. They just look like the clothes were a wee bit too baggy and the hair were just a wee bit too long for the age they were carrying. Skate. You get you get away with the, the baggy jeans. That's your style. Skate, isn't it? But you don't have that kind of long, straggly hair with a bit of a goatee beard. No, I don't. Um, but you do have the shoes on today. These are bad boys, aren't they? Got, got skate shoes on, aren't they? Like, these, these are... Um, this is when I was sponsored by Adidas. Are these Adidas ones? Yeah, these are Mark Gonzalez. He's a skateboarder for Adidas. They're, they're one of his fir- first signature shoes. If I'd if I'd have left these like in a box, they'd be worth absolutely thousands. But you didn't, so they're not. No, there you I go. have got some spankers at home though, without the box. But I just wear them. But but it's it's. I found loads of shoes when I'm clearing my house out of the week. It was funny watching the guys on the skateboards because they literally. Zero fucks were being given, right? Because they were going down a main road in Wakefield. Yeah, and? And they were on the road, and coming behind them was a bus. Yeah. So instead of what I, what I would have done is I would have got off the skateboard and waited. All they did is move to the other side of the road where the traffic oncoming was going to be coming, yeah. if there wasn't it. Let the yeah. bus go past and just zig. In fact, they were a lot slower than bus. Yeah, and? and they were zigzagging about like this. That's what you're supposed to do, isn't it? But then they got to Bob, and I blew my mind. Cause like, you're not going to be able to take that corner. And they didn't. All they did is they just jumped up. Bob flipped about. Yeah. And they were in the hand and they were stood up next to it. And I, I thought, I'll take skateboarding. You want, look, I don't think you quite understand right, my predicament, John, right? I have a lot of problem with balance. I don't I know. know what it's about. I've I, heard about I, your paddleboarding. I, I cannot paddleboard. Anything that involves being stood up on something that isn't anything other than solid pavement, ground, or decking. Next podcast, skate park. Well, as long as I can sit on it, <laughs> not this sitting. should work outside, actually, because these have got wind muffs on them, so you should yeah, be in a position we'll over I'll do some skateboarding. Just getting warm, this car can fucking sort Right, so going into this next... Cause <laughs> we, we have got steamy windows, haven't we? Have, we? A we bit have, Tina Turner here. It does look a bit weird, and there's two blokes <laughs> in the car with steamy windows and a chocolate <laughs> orange on the dashboard. <laughs> and headphones and, and headphones mic. on and microphones. <laughs> we look like a right couple of dodgy characters. But you know what, John? I don't care. I don't, I don't care. It's funny, isn't it? Because I'm starting to, to do... I like doing these things in different places. Yeah, yeah. Right. This um, concept of um, your photography and where you're taking it, can, how far are you from it being complete? At what point do you think... This is a bit of a question slash test for you. At what point do you think the John Steele photography website will be complete? We were talking about Mel from a minute ago. I know we've moved on from that now. We've talked about Melton. We're into your website. Yeah. I'll put it back to John Steele. We talked about that. It got on. We, we drifted onto skateboarding in Wakefield. I want to ask you this question. There's a reason. It's never going to be complete, is it? <laughs> you give me the right answer. Because I'm not used to that. You give me the right answer. Like it is true. Every shoot I do, I've got something right. to blog. Exactly. I go out. Like, okay. it, it's a whatever. That thing is exactly faced. the point. I wanted to get across to the listeners. Anything yeah. you're currently doing will never be complete. And therein is why you should never make the destination the thing. No. So when I come up here now, I've got so many places I can walk around here. You could say, well, you've done the walks. You've walked onto Deer Hill. You've gone up to Black Hill. You've gone up down there to Marsden. No. It's the, the journey is important. 
And I think the thing with you is, well, if you're pushing yourself to that little bit better, the website's a little bit better. Yeah. It's something that I, I wanted to mention it now because I often say this to you about the perfectionism. You don't need to be perfect. Yeah, well, I've, I've, I've come to realise that now. Right. Now, I've come so up with a slightly years, different but... a slightly different kind of angle to this. Right. One is... Whoa, 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 whoa. What? I've got it in my head now, not to be perfect. Right. Don't, it don't, makes sense. Don't I'm going to mess it up. I'm not going to mess with your head here. Like, listen, what will happen is this. You should go into everything with the intention of it being perfect. Right. Knowing you can't make it perfect, right. but the aspiration to make it as perfect as you can, yeah. I think drives you forward. Yeah, well, I do that. So that's the thing. So you shouldn't. If you're aiming for perfection, you'll never find it. Right. But if you don't set your bar at perfection, yeah, I think you've got the chance to lower it down the level. Yeah, that's kind of where I am. Yeah. And we went walking on Saturday, and we ended up doing about eleven <laughs> miles. And it was ten yesterday. Was it ten? Maybe we're ten in a bit. Right. We want eleven. I don't think ten. Anyway, whatever it was, when we set off, I realised some of the times when I'm out walking, I, it's about how quick can I go. Yeah, he said you so, slowed down. So you? I slowed down, and actually, then the journey was about getting around. It wasn't to be perfectly fast or take the the yeah. route as quickly as possible. So I think when you when you take something on, aiming for perfection give, raises the bar for you. Yeah, and then making sure you're not you're happy enough to put something out where it isn't perfect creates the productivity. Right, but yeah. it'll be better productivity than just saying I'll make sure it's okay. And I don't like people that like okay. No, I'm not doing okay. Do you remember the advert that used to be for Honda? He said, and there's like a picture of people on the production line. He said, and it used to have a really strange voice. Say, the most popular word in the English language, okay, a word that just means mediocre. And I thought that sums up if you think about our British expressionist stuff. Right. It's funny if you ask somebody, anybody, don't remember that. Advice. And you say, how are you? They'll say, not bad. Steady aware. Not bad. Steady and steady aware. You know, this is the best you can up. Not bad, as in you know, it's normally bad, but today is not bad. Yeah. And the okay thing. I think we need to raise the bar from okay. But don't don't it take take you like don't it take you by surprise and like mess with your head when someone goes, Oh, I'm amazing, I'm fantastic. When you're when they tell that about you, when they say it to you about yeah, you like, about you. There's certain people who I'll I'll like go, How do, you're right, and they're like, Oh, I'm fantastic. And I'm like, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, I don't know what to do with it. It's like my brain don't compute that. I, I don't Yes. They, they, well, they're both, the, the flip side, the opposite end of both, there's a middle ground here, John, you know, which is, hey, I'm really, I'm, I'm all right today. It's been a nice day so far. Yeah. I just think we we have to start to raise the bar when it comes to how we feel because th- there's no doubt now we're coming out of lockdown. Everyone's quite excited. That's good. Yeah. But when we come out of it, let's not go back into how we used to be. How are you? Not bad. Okay. Well, you know, all things considering. Please. Yeah. If we're going to, I, I, it just came to me then. different there. I, I used to like that scene. Yeah. Because it was never ever said in a positive way, was it? Nah. You know, you never, you knew, when you somebody had passed that comment to you, know, they were, you know, they were one step away from kicking off. Yeah. So we've gone now from having a fairly steamy car into a completely steamy car. I know. And it's now, I'm getting sweats rolling down. I'm uh, I know. Get your hand off me. <sighs> Not That's my, my leg. It's not my hand, John. <laughs> it's not uh, my leg. It's not <laughs> my hand. <laughs> right, listen. We've managed to shake this one in today. This is a bit of a ad lib on the one, so I hope you've all enjoyed listening to it. Listen, John's website's coming on. He's going to be out of lockdown soon, so anybody in the Yorkshire area or north of England that wants a photographer, get him on. He's doing brand shoots, weddings, bar mitzvahs, all no, the business. Never done a bar mitzvah. You need to do a bar mitzvah, apparently. Yeah. They always say, don't they, you know, comedians, I'm available for this, this, and bar mitzvahs. So listen, um, 
see how that sounds. Enjoyed doing it. Nice to have you here, John. Next time we're up here, we'll come out and we'll go for a walk. That's the next thing we're going to be doing. Go back to that bench. Back to that bench. Sit on his bench and look out. Aye. Um, and yeah, hope you enjoyed the episode. Until the next one. It's been emotional. Take care.